What the fuck is taking so long? I come here every week. Oh, fuck. Come on, guys, your table's ready. Hey, thanks for that. We super appreciate it. Thank you for joining us. You didn't fucking have to, but you did. This is Andrew. Sean couldn't make it with us today, but I am joined by my longtime friend, bartender, Colin, up in New York City. How's it going, man? Hey, what's up, dude? Thanks for having me on. It's going uh, yeah, pretty yeah. good. Yeah. Glad to have you. Excited to record. Yeah. Again. Buddy. Again, yeah. Right. Round two. Right, right. Right, right. So, uh, you're, uh, this is my, uh, like I said, but, uh, buddy from New York. Haven't seen him in a couple years, but we decided, or I decided, I wanted to do a episode about my favorite position in the house, or front of house, bartenders. Because, man, do I fucking love me a good bartender. Like, you guys get me drunk. That's my, <laughs> and that's like my favorite thing to do after the shift. Plus, you guys know how to fucking party. Um, but yeah, before we, we get into all that, yeah, right, no, I know. Um, before we get into all that, man, how was your last shift? Um, so my last shift was December 13th, and I remember it going pretty well. That's right, I forgot you haven't worked in a while, because you guys are going back in lockdown, right? We're we, back in lockdown? Yeah, so uh, they just started opening up indoor again, like a few weeks back, um, and my job's going to be opening up mid-March, so we'll start working again, uh, yeah. So you're, so you're right around the corner. Um... That, so just I mean that's I know it's so long ago. Like, what else are you gonna remember about that shift? Yeah, it was just a fucking other shift. I uh, mean, I I know that I took note of it because of the fact that it was gonna be the last day the bar was gonna be open again. So a lot of regulars came in. It was a Bills game. I know for sure because I may or may not have stayed open late for a few customers, even though I definitely wasn't supposed to be open past ten. Um, but I remember it being a pretty good shift. I got. A little drunk during my shift, and right. the next day I, yeah, I get <laughs> no, no. The next day I did end up going in uh, to grab something, and also I just wanted to make sure that I left the bar in good levels. Mm-hmm. Right, so, right. Well, that's awfully fucking nice, dude. I bet you were fucking hammered after that shift. I like, I kept it together. The last shift you you're know. working in a while, like I I would have been fucking drunk. Fuck it, I'm not coming back for a while. <laughs> Oh, I made sure I made sure that like, I got not... paid that day, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Ugh. But um, I remember the last time. I mean, it's it's closed now, or it's under different management. So fuck it, whatever. Uh, the Dundee Dell, the last day that was open, man, they were practically giving the fucking bar away. Oh, everybody in the house is wasted. You know what I mean? How was, uh, yeah, how was your last shift? Uh, my last shift was, it was, uh, it was pretty, pretty fucking busy, honestly. I think we ended up doing close to, like, seven grand just for dinner, which is typical Saturday night. The one thing that did suck about it, though, is I don't know what the fuck happened, but, like, mid-shift, like, my back, like, my muscle in my back just, like, squeezed the fuck up, so I can't bend over. I'm like, uh, 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 (laughs) all shift. I know my sous chef was fucking annoyed. Oh, but fucking, dude, speaking of my fucking uh, favorite bar, um, favorite bartenders and shit, my fucking favorite bartender got fired today. What? He hit me up and he, yeah, dude, I fucking, I, dude, honestly, I don't know. There's like weird politic 
drama shit going on. I just stay in my lane. I, just, I know it exists. I don't participate in it. You know what I mean? Because fuck you, this is a job. Uh, but yeah, he texted me and he goes, fucking it was nice working with you. And I was like, oh shit, did he hear I'm about to put on my two weeks or some shit like that? I only told two people. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was. I just, I just say, I, I play dumb. I go, what? He goes, yeah, I got fired. Like one of the other servers uh, was complaining about what I don't know. He's the nicest fucking guy, and it sucks because he's the only bartender that tipped out the kitchen every single busy shift. It's it wasn't much, five, six dollars, yeah, ten on a busy night, whatever. But that's. That's fucking beer money right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's such a it's a nice gesture at the least. Like that's a good dude, right? Because yeah, because I those servers make money hand over fucking fist. There, you can't give me five fucking yeah. dollars. Yeah, fuck you. I mean, I love you. You're gonna pick up a few of my drinks at the bar afterwards. I know you will, but still, you know what I mean? Shot. I can't pay my fucking rent and shots you buy me you know what i mean no you can't it'd be really cool if you could but absolutely not right like i said that's why i like that's why i like good bartenders man like you guys are i look forward to the end of the night simply because of you guys you know what i mean like honestly if a bartender comes up to me and it's like hey can i get this i'm like you sure that's all you want like i'll make custom food i'll bring in food from outside of work I've prepped at home and like make bartenders food because y'all gonna get me fucking drunk as, as drunk as I fucking want to be and it's all gonna be fucking free and nine times out of ten you don't require me to tip you which is super nice yeah I always get weirded out when like a like one of the back of house staff comes and sits at the bar after a shift and they try and give me money I'm like get the fuck out of here with your money like I get it that's super nice but like I don't want it I don't want it. I'm here to give you free drinks. You just worked all day. Yeah, no. Just like enjoy yourself. That's it. I'm fine. Right. right. Dude, you, honestly, you have no idea. At least from my perspective, I can't, I don't speak for all cooks, but from where I'm sitting, like, that is like the, the fucking nicest shit. If you do, if you do drink, if that's your fucking thing, which, come on, what, what fucking cook do you know doesn't drink? Yeah, I was going to say, I don't. Or at least imbibe a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know many. Oh shit, there it is. Right. Ugh. Okay, so end of the night. You're hungry. You just finished your shift. What are you requesting from the kitchen? Do you ask for do you ask for custom shit? Like will cooks do that for you or Um, yeah, they will. I I don't do it too often because I'm not really like I'm I'm kinda picky and I kinda just like like things certain ways. I get it. But like I'm also super laid back, and I don't want to be like, hey, I know the kitchen closed like 10 minutes ago, but can you make me a fried chicken sandwich with cheddar cheese dipped in buffalo sauce and then also with a ranch drizzle on top? I'm not going to ask for shit like that, but right. I might just be like, yo, can, can I, I just have fries? like a burger? Right. <laughs> yeah, dude, just give <laughs> right. me some fucking fries or a burger. Right. Like, that's all I need. Right. No, that's, dude, that's server food one-on-one. Like, there's days where I, like, I just don't want to do it, so I'll just put bowl of bowl of fries in the window and fucking just leave me alone eat your fries i'm not dealing with it you know what i mean oh yeah it's it's server candy oh yeah it's like put chum in the water man right right those grays all day right i mean well since you've been i mean you've been working in this industry for who knows how long ever it feels like yeah do you have like a like a favorite cook in all your experiences that sticks out for you or 
Like, who was that one dude that was just like, fuck yeah, he's working today. I This is going to be a great show. So chapter. I thought about this a lot, and I because I've worked at many places in between Nebraska and New York, mm-hmm. and there were so many, like, names that came up, and, like, I think for the most part, the crew that was working at when I was there, that back of house staff, fucking, they were the fucking best. They were they were always nice to make food. I was always nice to give them drinks, and we always hung out. It was they were wonderful. Which um in the, the one the one downtown yeah where uh also we try to refrain from using uh restaurant names. Oh oh yeah sorry you yeah it's okay asked, yeah all right I can edit that out that's whatever. Ugh, God damn, but yes no working at that at that restaurant I mean you we we both worked there. It, yeah, it got fucking busy, and the one thing that sucked is the the proximity it was to the fucking College World Series. Uh, yeah, that was one of my least favorite kitchens to work in. But I feel like the College World Series is similar to the moment in that one movie where they're like the Catalina fucking wine mixer, and that's how I feel about <laughs> the College World Series. Dude, abs- absolutely, one one hundred percent. Well, I mean, okay, so for no favorite foods. Um, I okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I have. Um, I went out to um, dinner with my father um, for my past birthday, and I asked the bartender. I'm like, hey, can you make me an old fashioned? He starts making it. And Heather, uh, sorry, uh, the other bartender comes up to me and goes, "You don't, you don't want him to make that for you." I'm like, "Fucking why? It's an old fashioned. It's not, it's not rocket appliances. Like you can figure it out." He goes, "Just, just trust." She goes, "Trust me. They, we have great regulars in here who request him not to make their drinks just because he sucks shit at it. Apparently, I never had a fucking problem with it." I'm just like, they're boozing here? Will they get me drunk? Cool. Fucking put it in my face as long as it's not gin or vodka. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's like one of my fucking, my favorite things to order from, um, usually at the end of the night. And oh, my fucking favorite bartender who got fire, he made a fire fucking margarita from scratch, Ooh. like all that shit. Even though we had, even though we had like pre-made shit, pre-mixed shit, he was like, I'm not serving you that. Here is, you know, this fucking fire margarita. And I was just like, I fucking, man, I'm going to miss that guy so much. Fuck yeah, man. Oh, let's see here. So, being, okay, I have to ask you this. I don't I, I don't consider myself a chef anymore. I'm a cook, you know what I mean? And I'm a damn good one. But a chef, I am not. Do you consider yourself, because, I mean, there's a difference between bartenders and uh, mixologists. You know what I mean? Do you... <laughs> oh. Okay, so you no, I'm assuming. No, absolutely not. And even some of the bartenders that I've worked with at previous jobs that are light years ahead of me and far ahead of any single person I've worked with in my entire life mm-hmm. would never consider themselves a mixologist. <laughs> is that is that just because it carries like a like a certain connotation of um what's the word I'm looking for? Uh pretentiousness? Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, okay. Like because I know like I've seen cooks before, like fresh out of like culinary school, 
like, I'm a chef. I'm like, no, you're going to wash dishes for two years before you touch a knife on my line pimp. Like, get back there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, like I said, I still don't consider myself a chef. When I was sous, like a fine dining sous chef, I still didn't call myself a fucking chef. You know what I mean? I was like, yes, technically that was my job. You know what I mean? That was my position or title. But no. Fuck, fuck that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I probably never will be. Will you ever consider yourself like a mixologist? No. No? Just no. bartender. Even, like, I've I've put together cocktail menus. I've fucking, I, I've infused my own special concoctions. But I'll never be mm. like, oh, I'm a mixologist. Ooh. <laughs> uh. I know, just, right? The way, it's like mental masturbation. Like, we get it, dude. You're a good bartender. Good for you. We got it. Right. You know how to. You know. You know science. I guess. Cool. <laughs> right. As you fucking showed it's your job. Hooray. Gold star for you. So I mean, being okay, being a bartender. Is there one drink that you just like? What's your signature drink? Get out of here. Um. Okay. Signature drink. Like the drink that I actually judge all bartenders on is an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they whether I have them make it with bourbon or I have them make it with like mezcal or tequila, do like a little Oaxacan. Um, uh-huh. That's usually Oaxacan is a uh, fuck. I hope I'm right about this, but it's a half tequila, half mezcal, yeah. old fashioned. Oh, okay. Well, it's fucking awesome. And if that's not what it's actually called. Um, I'm sure it has another name, but it's delicious. Uh, so that's kind of like one of my favorite things to make because it's super simple. It's steeped in tradition. Um, I make a damn good spicy margarita. That's one of my favorite ones. Or like I make a good Paloma, but I like to up it and make my own grapefruit saccharum oleo syrup. I have no idea what that is. So oleo saccharum is a traditional old way of making syrups where you take the rinds of fruit and you put them you submerge them in just sugar and then the sugar pulls the oils mm-hmm. out of it and then you take out the rinds oh make that add a little bit of water to give it a little bit of like i don't know so you can mix it a little bit and just it's fucking awesome mm-hmm. so it's a great way to make so you're, you're it's essentially a sugar cure yeah it is yeah Okay, see that? I was like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, because, like, I, yeah, I cure fucking meat all the fucking time, you know what I mean? That's pretty much my process. Just salt, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Uh, okay, going back to what you were just saying, uh, you were just saying, uh, you will judge a bartender on how they make their uh, old-fashioned. One, what's, what's your process? And two, why do you judge? Well, so I've learned over the years that I... I have to just know my I have to know my location like before I can really judge because regionally there's different old fashions. Right. Like the old fashioned that you get in Nebraska compared to the old fashioned you get in New York, mm-hmm. two different drinks. Like the the maraschino cherry doesn't exist out here for that. You put a maraschino cherry in my fucking old fashioned, I'll fuck you up. I won't I don't like that. I won't do that to you. Right. I won't. Right. So my my I process, get the orange peel. Yeah, the orange peel. Sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and right. some places here you'll get a lemon peel with it, which I don't mind. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Like I mean, from a flavor profile. Yeah. No point. It makes sense. Um, but my process for an old fashioned, uh, I take the rocks glass, fill it up with ice, fill it up with soda water, so I can let that sit and chill. And then I take my mixing glass. Uh, if I have a sugar cube, I'll use that. Um, but usually I don't, so 
sugar cube. I would muddle that down with the Angostura bitters and orange bitters, make that into a paste, mm-hmm. toss ice on top of that, fill that with whiskey, and stir. If I don't have a sugar cube, I just use simple syrup. It really doesn't make a goddamn difference. Um, but I stir that for a while. Then I pour out the ice from the chilled glass, put fresh ice in it, strain that bitch over the top, peel an orange, mm-hmm. squeeze it over the rim, set it in, give it a little spin, send it down the bar. That sounds fucking delightful. Damn, I want an old-fashioned now. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> Dude, me too. Fuck. I fucking love it. <laughs> I was, I was, every time, every other, every other point you made, I was like, yep. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I want an old-fashioned. <laughs> Um, okay, so what's, what's like your, if someone wanted the maraschino cherry in their, um, old fashioned, do you happily oblige or do you just do it mentally, like begrudgingly? Like you're fucking here your cherry. Oh, I happily oblige. Like everyone, everyone likes what they like. Like there are certain stupid requests I might get, but. Really, like, I'm so laid back that, like, if you want a fucked up, weird, dr- like, version of a drink, I'll fucking make it as long as I don't have 30 other things to do. But if right. I have, like, a four deep bar and you're coming up trying to get a Long Island iced tea for me, I'll tell you to go fuck yourself. Right. You can get a piece of this long dick. Go fuck, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, one of the things about the company I work for now is that besides one location, none of them make Long Island iced teas. Which I love to tell people no. That's, yeah. Yo, 100. Dude, that's one of my favorite things to fucking say is no. No. No, sorry. This isn't Burger King and no, you can't fucking have it your way. Uh, Get it off the menu or go fuck yourself and find somewhere else that does it the way you yeah, want it. Yeah, I love it when people are like, give me four give me four Long Island iced teas. And I'm just like, no. And they're like, it's my birthday though. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm the president of the United States. Right. None of it fucking matters, man. Right. <laughs> Congratulations, your parents had sex. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean it's, it's 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 those it's those little things like that. You know what I mean? Like that it's the like okay. Like what's one of your biggest pet peeves from customers? Because we I know every industry person has one that ticks them. What is um, it? One of my biggest things is when people try and tell me how I should run a business. When they have no idea. Dude, Yo, I... Especially due to, like, COVID and everything. No fucking way. We, uh... Yeah. Last year, when we were open for, like, a month, um, back when, like, November into December, we didn't have, like, out front outdoor seating out front, because a lot of restaurants are doing mm-hmm. that right now. And uh, some fucking guy comes in, and he's just talking to me about how... How much more money we could make if we just put a couple tables out there or blew out some windows. And I'm like, bitch, you don't even work in this industry. Get the fuck out of here. Also, I'm a bartender. I don't own this establishment. <laughs> All right? Why do you think I do? <laughs> Seriously. That's what, fuck. You want me to go get the manager owner? You can tell that to them. Yeah. I need to turn that down. I'm clipping over here. Oh, shit, that's why. Fuck. Sorry. You're all good, dude. Real quick. Fuck. I hope it didn't do that on the whole fucking episode. Um, let's see here. Da, da, da. 
Oh, okay. So, as a bartender, you deal with all types of people. You know what I mean? I only deal with front of house staff. You know what I mean? I do get weird requests, whatever, like yourself. If I have time, sure, I'll fucking do it. Um, but is there like groups of people or the certain, like a, a certain type of client that when you see him walk in, you like, you know that fuck I'm about to have this experience and I fucking don't want to do it. Like drunk 21 year old party, like bachelorette parties kind of thing. Yeah. I would say probably the 21 year old birthday party. That's one of the worst things to walk in. And it, it also depends on which bar I'm working at. Because, like, most of the bars, if I see that walking mm-hmm. in, I'm, like, seething. I'm, like, fuck, this is going to be terrible. And then if I'm working at this one specific bar, mm-hmm. I see that as a challenge when they walk in. Because, first of all, I can make that person look like a fucking idiot. And I'm going to get them <laughs> hammered. Right. And if I have to clean up their vomit later, I'll do it. So That's it, fine. Right. But I'll just know that, like, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See that shit? Yeah. I did, I did that. Yeah, I would say that the twenty-one-year-olds, fuck them. Like that's that's the those are the people that usually come in being like, "Ooh, I'm gonna get a Long Island iced tea because I'm I'm having my first drink." Which I'm like, "Bitch, you're probably drinking for like four years." No, like, you're not. This isn't that exciting. I think I've right. seen you in here before. I I know for a fact you drink McCormick. Get the fuck out of McCormick. Get the fuck out of here. Or what is that from? Uh, uh, what is that from that uh, that YouTube channel? You, you, you're celebrating your bachelorette party. You know how I guess because you have a giant penis around your neck. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like I never really get the fuck out of I here. I never really. Do I love? I show that to almost every new restaurant worker I work with. I'm like, have you seen this? Have you seen this? And I never really understood what it took uh, to be a bartender until after you showed you showed me that video, and I was like, damn. And then I started seeing like. I started seeing it like more and more and more, and I was just like, the more I watched it, the more I was just like, those poor motherfuckers, that sucks. Oh, uh, dude, it's all about just you know being on, like which I mean, I love people. Like, I think I love the people side of the bar more than I do the actual making drink side of the bar. Like, I I didn't realize how much I thrive on uh, social interaction um, until this first lockdown. Like, going from seeing, like, 4,000 people a week plus to Mm -hmm. seeing, like, four a week was shocking. Like, I was very, I was in a weird depressed stage after I found out that. Did you not, I mean, that's what it took was for you to figure that out was COVID? Yeah. Yeah? Because, I mean, I I see people all the time. You never really think about it. No, I mean, I get it. I mean, you you very much have, you you can't work a bartender position if you are not a, a people person or at least willing to tolerate people because like you've heard that age old adage yeah like your your bartenders are essentially cheap therapists yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. if i'm having a bad day like when my dude when my mom died first i obviously you know i grieved and whatnot but the next day i spent all day at the fucking bar fuck it you know what i mean the guy the uh, bartender was cool we were very good friends we still are uh he was just like you're not paying for shit dude like sit down say whatever you want and like i mean for the most part i just sat and drank in silence but 
still though, you're, I mean, just the fact that, you know, a bartender is willing to do that for uh, their regulars or customers, that's very indicative of being a people person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Like it's a, it's, that's why I do it. I mean, I've gotten into many weird conversations that I've had to shut down. I've gotten oh into God. conversations that I've been excited about. Okay. I've also gotten women topless at the bar, but like tired. that's well, a whole other I mean, story. Well, we, got, we got nothing but time, baby. What's going on? Okay. All right, hold on. Well, which, okay. which, hold story, on. which story do you want to hear? hear? Do you want to hear? Okay, let's hear the one. Okay. <laughs> this is going to be great. I'm excited about this. Uh, let's hear the one about the conversation, like your one conversation that sticks out the most prevalent one you had to shut down and why oh so i was working at this one bar in brooklyn and uh one thing that i like to do as a bartender is i like to try and get other patrons to get to know each other like i want if you're sitting next to someone at the bar i'm going to introduce you because i already know your name because i'm nice so i try to get everyone involved and i try to get like Maybe I'll play some games where I'll be like, never have I ever, like, some shit like that. Just bullshit to get uh-huh. people talking to each other. Right. Yeah, get them lubed up, so to speak. Yeah. I've got a couple that's hanging out, just putting down tequila. I got a couple business ladies that are here for a business trip. And then I got this one dude just hanging out over here. And everyone's fine. Everyone's having a great time. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm flirting with the ladies a little bit, you know, like, mm-hmm. teasing, whatever. And then, as the ladies are leaving... One of them looks at the guy and says, uh, well, have a good night, sir. And he was like, he got so upset about that, that he was called sir. For someone calling him sir? Yeah. Was he old or some shit? No, he was probably like my age, but like, she was just being polite. Like. Yeah, that seems pretty curious. Yeah. So he was just like, oh, so, uh, how would you feel if I called you ma'am? And he con- like they were like, okay, well, this is weird. See you later. And I was like, you have a good night, ladies. Right. Thanks for coming in. I hope you have a great business trip. And then the guy keeps talking to me, and he's just like, man, this is why there's such a high suicide rate in white men. And I was like, nope. Yeah, automatically, point breaks. Hit, I was stop. like, uh, I just stopped him, and I was like, hey, man, I'm sorry, but like, yeah, like I use the word sir and ma'am all the time. So like I don't I don't understand the offense of that, but I'm not going to discredit yours. Right. But we're going to stop this conversation now. That's not what we're here to do. And right. then he was just like, "Oh, well, I thought that you were cool and <laughs> I thought I could just speak to you openly." And I was like, "Well, I'm not cool." So uh <laughs> Right. No, I'm lame in this interaction. I'm lame as shit. Yeah, I was like, "Cool." And then he was like, "Fine, I'll pay my tab." And he left. And then he went and talked to my bouncer. And he was just like fucking like kind of drunk. And I went up to Harry and I'm, or went up to my bouncer and was like, yo, uh, how's that guy? And he was like, fucking weird, man. <laughs> like, like that was the dude that I was like about to get off of work. And I was like, fuck, I got to like, I got to watch my back now. This guy seems crazy. Right. I mean, I could have taken him, but if he had a weapon, then I might be fucked. Right. Um, fuck, what else was I going to ask you? Oh, what was the other one? The topless um, one? The, yes. <laughs> Tell me about them too. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I just started this job. This is my first day at this job. You had, you had bitches making the clap your first day? That's impressive, dude. Like, I... You are a people I, person, shit. <laughs> so I'm hanging out, like, it's a Sunday afternoon, 
This mm-hmm. gal comes in, and she's cute, but she looks a little rough. She she had an evening the night before. Mm-hmm. She's in her sweats, but, like, she's cute. Whatever. And uh, we're chatting, and she's just like, I don't know if I should get... If I should just get, like, a beer, or there's this can of champagne. I don't even know what a pickleback is. And I was like, okay, first of all, can of champagne all day. Oh, yeah, 100%. That's going to set you up, right? And how are you in New York and not knowing what a a pickleback is? I'm Brooklyn Brooklyn hookers for days. Yeah. Right. So I I got her the champagne, and I was just like, you know what, hon? This is a pickleback on the house. I'll do one with you. And it's it's two at this point. Okay. And so first day, I've got five people at the bar at this point. And it's not a very mm-hmm. big bar. Um, right. And so then as this is happening, this whole party comes in and they're trying to celebrate a birthday or like a work party or mm-hmm. something. One of the guys in that crew asks me how big my dick is, which I was like, I'm a straight guy. And I was, he was like, all right, well, that's cool. But like, I just got to know. And I was like, well, I'm not going to tell you. And I like, <laughs> went away. Like, I'm like, all right, well, I like, I'm playing the game. I'm trying to make money. Off here. to a good start. <laughs> So then this gal asks me to take my shirt off. And uh, her friend has joined her who is down mm-hmm. the street getting her hair done. Um, and so they've all been doing picklebacks and hanging out. And I was like, oh, I'll take my shirt off if you take your shirt off. Oh. And so she just rips her shirt off. And then I rip mine off. And there's a giant bell behind the bar. So I just start banging that around. And then Come I, at the... At this time, someone is coming in and just, just sat down at the bar, and they've been waiting like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. And I go up, and I'm like, I'm so sorry for the wait, man. Um, what can I get you to drink? There, you understand. What can I get for you? Oh, he was like, I don't even care. That was great. <laughs> 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 and then this woman. Can I just have whatever you're having? <laughs> that looked fun. <laughs> and then the woman started making out with me over the bar. Uh, and then that dude who was asking me about my penis was like, yo, homegirl wants to fuck in the bathroom. And I was like, I got a job that I have to do. <laughs> and so I did not, though I really wanted to, and a lot of people would have watched the bar for me, but I was like, nope. 100%, 100% you would have. I would have lost a job just for that story. <laughs> like I'm going to read yell my grandkids about it when I'm drinking 40s while we in a rocking chair on the front porch well what's one time oh. Uncle Colin or Grandpa Colin oh man I mean whatever I, I I mean I've known bartenders to bang clients in the bathroom like okay uh, you might you might know him he was um, from what a corporate um, when we worked at that same restaurant the, the bald corporate chef he had uh, told me about the, one of the bartenders who worked at the location in the mall uh, was homeless uh, when sleeping in the food court until uh, he got hired. Okay. Um, bearded dude. Real nice guy. Um, he regaled me with a story one time. He was like, yeah, there was a super fine, like, milfy chick sitting at the bar with, like, just incredible fake tits. And for whatever reason, like, Topic had gotten a little, you know, heated, and he was like, "Yeah," and he was like, "I'm." I went to the fucking bathroom, and just I, I fucking banged her, and then came back to work, and I was like, "I'm so fucking tired." It's like I want to bartend. <laughs> That's so dope. Like, I want to do that, 
but I'm at this bar by myself. It's my first day, and I need this fucking job. <laughs> no, no, I get it. And I want, dude, honestly, I respect the professionalism. Well, thank you for joining us. As always, this is me, some plastered. Um, if you have any questions, suggestions, or even if you're local or not local and in the industry and want to sit down and regale us with some of your stories, by all means, please feel free to email us at mise.en.plastered at gmail.com. Colin, uh, this is going to be your part to shamelessly plug whatever it is you'd like. Yeah, um, so you can find me on Twitch at blanket or at twitch.tv slash chronicles. That's Monday at 9, Tuesday at 8. Uh, full schedule's on there. You can also find us on YouTube, um, YouTube, Instagram, and Spotify at Blinkafort Chronicles. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, come check us out. We play video games. We're going to be playing D&D soon. Nice. Um, and I make drinks. That's, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, it's been a... It's been a blast recording with you. It's good to see you, as always. Uh, until next time, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. All right. Well, that's going to conclude this episode. But before I sign off, I want to give a huge shout-out to Colin's friend, Brayden. Brayden stepped in and mixed this episode because I couldn't quite figure out the editing or didn't record right. So uh, thanks for that, man. I appreciate it. Uh, with that being said, you can find him on Instagram at Brayden the Great. Uh, also, Sean and I found out that this podcast is trending in the Philippines for whatever reason. I think it's cool. But if you do reside there and you are listening, please send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. With that being said, one last thing. Baba Booyah.